Welcome to Waking Up with Melissa, a podcast that takes a deep dive into personal development, spirituality, and how to grow your online business. I'm your host, Melissa Ruiz, a spiritual and mindset business coach for all conscious healers out there. Stay tuned every week while I share insight on how to balance your business and also stay in alignment with your higher self. I truly feel that we all uniquely possess all the things we are seeking if we simply allow ourselves to surrender, to be present, and to take action in our lives. Welcome back to another episode of Waking Up with Melissa. Today's podcast is going to be a solo podcast and it's going to be one that's really special and I'm going to add a ton of value for you because we are celebrating our fifth month anniversary inside of Melissa Rua's headquarters. I'm super excited that I've only been in business for five months, but so much has happened from being a keynote speaker at SUNY, to becoming a yoga teacher at Athleta, to running my business and having a 30K month. I So much has happened and it just proves that when you put action behind everything that you do and you do it from a heart-centered place, magic happens. So in order to celebrate the correct way, I'm going to gift every single person that is listening to this podcast my four-step process on how to soulfully sell so this is perfect for a newbie entrepreneur or for an entrepreneur that's been in the game for a while longer than me even and really is looking to transition into mindset stuff and holding space and actually really listening to their customer and really selling from a heartfelt place then you've landed on the perfect episode so i'm gonna dive right in because i want to make sure that you guys get the absolute most in the celebration and in this podcast. So the four-step process, I'm going to name them and then I'm going to dive super deep into them. The first one is mindset. The second one is holding space. The third one is handling objections. And the fourth one is being confident as hell. So let's dive in what mindset means. And I really want to dive in and give you guys practical things that you can actually do because A lot of people are throwing around this word mindset 24-7 and I feel like sometimes like, do you know what this means, right? Like, oh, it's all about the mindset and it's like, okay, but how can you help somebody with that? What are the tangible things? What is the medicine that you can give this entrepreneur or this person that doesn't have potentially a not correct mindset, but they really need a shift in their mindset? So this is what this means. It means... It's all about that belief of what you think of all the time. So think of your brain as autopilot, right? What is the thing that your brain autopilots all the time? Is it good thoughts? Is it bad thoughts? Is it victory? Is it losing? Like, what is your brain constantly going back to? Because the thing that you constantly go back to is your mindset. So when we talk about mindset shifts, That's what we want to be aware of first, right? You need to be aware of what is it that you're actually shifting and moving around. It's that. It's the belief that you constantly keep going back to. So for me, my mindset is very abundant and I like to say that I have a money mindset, right? The abundance comes in because I always believe that there's infinite amount of every single thing. There's infinite amount of love. There's infinite amount of customers, of clients, of relationships like 
that's just what my mind automatically always thinks. And not because I always thought like that, but because I trained myself to constantly have that mindset. And a money mindset because I truly believe that money is simply energy and that we can always call that energy back into our life right and not back into our life like we never had it but that there's always again infinite amount of money and energy and that I'm always attracting it keeping it doubling it tripling it 10xing it right so that is my mindset so take a moment now and ask yourself what is your mindset is it in scarcity is it in fear is it in joy is it in low vibrations where are you now take a temperature scan of your brain of your thoughts and really try to uncover and unveil where you're at then from there i always say when we are potentially approaching a customer or a client and you want to learn to soulfully sell you need to make sure that your mindset is not only correct but that you're doing all the self-care possible so i like to say the woo before the do and this is actually in one of my programs why because the more you actually do the woo woo stuff the more you actually will gain the soul clients that you're looking for so i'm going to break this down for you so when i'm in full launch mode or when i have a product out if I do yoga once a day, I try to do it twice. If I meditate once a day, I try to do it twice. I double down on my journaling. I try as much as possible to fill my cup up. Just yesterday, I was closing out a program. I went to get a pedicure. I gave myself a massage. Um, I treated myself to Chipotle and made myself happy. You know, so that constant self-care whatever that looks like to you you need to make sure that you're giving from that space because if you're popping up and waking up brushing your teeth and getting on your laptop you're not really in the creative flow right creativity lives in that space of relaxation in the space that you get of stillness in the space that you get of being quiet with your thoughts of being mindful so step number one is get your mindset correct but also make sure that you actually add a routine does not have to be in the morning could be in the afternoon could be in the night what are you doing for you now what are you doing for your business what are you doing for somebody else if you have to pick your mom up or something no what are you doing for you with no outcome attached with no no reason why you're doing this only to feel better and then laser focus laser focus on any distractions literally tune them the hell out as much as I like to be of service and be there for people, I know that when I'm in this mode of soulfully selling and really wanting to connect with my ideal client, I really laser focus on who is this person. I really put myself in their shoes and I ask myself, when I was this person, right, what did I need? What did I want? And what kind of support can I give them now, knowing that I've potentially walked a mile in their shoes? Right, because we're always attracting that former version of ourselves. And you know, I didn't make this up. My coach has said it. Shout out to Amanda Bucci and so many other coaches have said it. And it's so true. The more and more I talk to my clients, I'm like, oh my god, I've been there. Oh my god, I've been there. Like, no wonder why I've attracted you as a sole client because I can truly help you because I truly have been there. I've been in the mud, I've been in the storm, and I get you. I feel you, sister. So make sure that you're laser focused make sure that you don't have any distractions and then this is the part that i want you to really understand resistance pay attention when it comes up 
A lot of times we rub up against resistance when we feel unqualified, whether it's unqualified to do something, whether it's unqualified to have a title, whether it's unqualified to reach out to a potential client, whether it's unqualifying because you may have a high ticket item and you want to charge somebody $1,500 and you may feel unqualified. So I want to give you some tactics here, right? Because I get a lot of my clients and a lot of people that get this, they get a lot of the resistance and then they shut down and they say, oh, this didn't work. This is not for me. And it, it could be for you, queen. You just have to tap into the resistance, right? It's all about the mindset. So I'm going to give you three steps on where to uncover and where to dig up your resistance. Number one, are you feeling resistance because this is new? Ask yourself that. Am I feeling resistance because I've never done this and it's just new, right? Two, am I scared? Is this something that is triggering something in me that's making me scared? And three, is this a learned behavior? Is this part of your mindset that you continuously keep coming back to, right? Some people, no matter... If you can give them a million dollars in their hand, they'll still be like, oh my God, but how about if I lose it, right? Like, it's not about the million dollars anymore. It's their mindset on their limited belief of money and what they feel, if they feel worthy enough to not have it or whatever it is, right? So those three things are the three things that I always like to teach and that I do myself. I always implement all of these strategies on myself and I know that they work before I ever tell any of my clients to do this. Whenever I'm afraid of potentially launching something, which by the way, if anybody tells you that that they're not afraid or that they don't have, you know, thoughts of like, oh my God, how about if this doesn't work? It's just BSing you. Everybody's always afraid when they come out with new products because there's always that chance of like, did I do this and nobody wants it now, right? So the it's new is really important and that has happened to me time and time again, especially because everything I'm doing in my business is new and I have felt that resistance. I felt resistance when I popped up on stories for the first time. I felt resistance when I did an IGTV video the first time. I felt resistance when I got on a call with my first client, right? Like it was fine, but it was resistance because it was new. It was different. I didn't I didn't know that I can be that person. So just tap into that. I'm scared definitely have been there especially at the end of a launch where I'm like oh my god nobody's signing up what do I do right so there's resistance there the learned behavior that happens as well you know just like what are you going back to so tap into those three things and then really work uh, work keep working at it so that way you land at this very important question when your resistance comes up I want you to ask yourself what is it that's coming up right? So you can say, I'm scared to be on stories because I'm afraid to be seen. And then I want you to follow up with what is the truth and see if you can slide one of those, one of those three options in there. See if you can say, well, it's because this is new. And then that really should just calm the body down. Well, it's really just because I'm scared. And again, just knowing that that's what you're feeling, that's okay. Or three, this is just a learn. This is just what I'm used to doing. This is my pattern. And then you can just notice, bring awareness to that space and say, oh, okay, maybe this is something that I can change. I want to talk to you about the key thing when it comes to feeling resistance. Here's the key thing. Our bodies do not know. It doesn't know the difference between 
I'm a little scared, this is new, or this is just the learned behavior that I'm doing, so I'm having resistance, to you're in danger. That resistance of the body going into pure panic is the same in both scenarios. Whether you're getting robbed at gunpoint or you're feeling resistance to show up on stores, it can feel the same. You can have the sweaty palms and the sweaty armpits and you're like, oh my God, and your heart is beating out of the chest because literally the resistance that we have is a natural reaction and a trigger. It's like your feelings giving your body that trigger of like, oh shit, you're in danger and then boom, the resistance starts happening, right? So just remember that and working through the resistance is also going to help you because you can just start allowing and letting the body know that you're safe, right? Like you're not in the middle of the cold war or like you're not in danger, right? So you can lower the stress, take deep breaths, really go back to your self-care, start some journaling and really just start from an even space and know that follow everything up with what is the truth, right? And the truth can be if you're telling yourself, well, I'm not qualified and I don't know if I, if I can do this, look for evidence that you can. I want you to do that. I want you to look for evidence that you can, not that you cannot. I want you to think back when you gave your really good friend advice and she took it. Oftentimes they don't take it, but this time let's just say she did and she really overcame something. Think about all the time that you hold space for people and how transformative that is. So then that way your mind can always get used to not the mindset, but going back to finding different examples of where you actually did it, right? If you always go back to the pattern of like, well, I'm not smart enough. Well, go back and dig for evidence in times that you were really smart and that you were really keen and that you were really stepping up to the plate because that's going to help you handle that own objection that you're having. And that really helps me because sometimes the things that I'm thinking absolutely do not even match What I actually know about myself. Have you ever thought of that? Like sometimes the mind just makes shit up. It literally is like, you're not this, you're not that. You're a loser, you're unqualified. Who are you? Nobody wants this. And then when you really sit there and actually think, you're like, wait, no, I am qualified. I actually went through this. I actually have lots of experience here. Like I have something to say. I have a real voice. I want to contribute to this situation or to this platform, right? So really start changing that conversation. Quickly interrupting this podcast to announce that finally the doors are open to unleash and unveil into harmony my six-week coaching program. Enrollment is open, guys. Go to at TV Yogi, click the link on the bio and apply now. If you are someone who is struggling with stress, uncertainty, not trusting yourself, this program is for you. After the six weeks, you are going to be able to navigate what Ever situation you're in so I'm specifically looking for people who are in transition if you're in transition in love in life you're trying to find purpose in career this program is for you if you are somebody who wants to fully take control over your stress and anxiety and trust me I've been there this program is for you if you want a kick-ass routine that you're gonna show up for and love every single day do you know how important this is to have a morning routine this is for you 
But guys, we only have two spots left. So if this is something that is resonating with you, if you are this person, if you feel that you need this guidance, you need the extra kick in your butt and the accountability, go now. Go to at TV Yogi, T-V-Y-O-G-I, click the link on the bio, apply for this, get a call for me, and let's take it from there. I would love to see you in this program. After the six weeks, I want to see your transformation. I want to see you go from point A to point B. All right, guys, this is it. Now back to the episode. All right, guys, I'm going to go over the second one, which we actually already kind of led into, which is holding space for your potential peeps right? It's so important for us to hold space for our tribe. It's so important for us to hold space for our soul client. And often I really don't see a lot of people doing this. They really go right in for the result, right? So the result for you can be sign up to my MLM or the result could be buy my program or the result could be, you know, uh, join my free challenge, whatever it is, right? But really holding space for people, that is where the gold is. Number one, that's where you're going to get your best content and that's where you're going to actually be able to listen into what your ideal client is going through. You'll actually have them start working out their problems, which is so helpful, right? When you hold space for somebody, this means this. It means that you are a listening ear. It means that you are not judging them. It means that you're not waiting for them to finish their sentence so that way you can rebuttal at what everything you know. It holding space for somebody is equivalent to being a soundboard. Think of yourself as this white soundboard that ha- that's very neutral, you know, not super excited, not sad, just super neutral and you are holding space for whatever this person has to say. Whether they are super excited to be talking to you or depressed because they are going through some turmoil and they feel like you are the person that could potentially help them. Hold space for them there. Allow them to talk and work through their own problems. Ask them the right questions. Hey, what is it that you're going through? Why is it that you want to do this? Tell me a little bit about your background and where you're at now and where you want to be. What's actually really holding you back? Why haven't you been here before? Like, Or why do you continue being here before and not kind of getting to the finish line? Remember that this is a real person. Remember that people are afraid to make investments. They're terrified. I cried the first time I made an investment, partially because it was well into the thousands right um but it's so scary because that feeling of how about if i'm not good enough always comes up why because of those three things is this new am i scared is this a learned behavior right so that stuff is very real so when you hold space for somebody and you let them work through their own problems you let them cry you really just let them know like hey i'm in this with you i can tell you a little bit about my experience when you're ready to hear it or i can tell you a little bit about a client that i've gone through this with but I get it. I know why it's scary. I, you know, really start speaking from that space of really caring from them. That's where you'll actually have so much transformation. This is where you absolutely need to detach from the result. This is not where you pitch your whatever product or yourself. This is the place where you simply hold space for them. You be that soundboard and you allow them to know that they are safe. Do you know how healing that is? 
so many times we're in places with people and things and situations where we don't feel safe. We don't feel heard. We don't feel acknowledged. That's so powerful. So hold space for your ideal client here. And I promise you, you will learn so much from this person. You will gain content. You will gain knowledge. You will gain wisdom and potentially a sale. Just be there for them. Be there for them in the muck. And know that you're really learning and teaching from a heart-centered place. That is the goal here. Number three, (laughs) handling objections. We kind of went over that a little bit too, right? So all these topics are really bleeding into each other. And this is the exact step that I use in the exact order. So mindset first, the woo before the do, really holding that space. And then the third thing is really handling objections. What is coming up for your ideal client and why are they saying no, right? And sometimes the thing that, people think that they're saying no to is not really real, right? Like a lot of people think like people say no because, you know, they don't have the money. And it's not that they don't have the money. It's just that they potentially haven't seen the value in something. And we've heard this, you know, plenty of times before. I'm not the first person that ever says this, but here's the difference. And here's my take on it. It's not that someone doesn't see the value in working with you is that someone doesn't believe that they're valuable. And I'll say that again. Sometimes the stuff that I see the most is worthiness. A lot of times people have never done anything for themselves, especially my moms, especially my overworked, overachievers. You know, they've never actually done anything for themselves. And I'll give you a quick, like, funny story. That was kind of me too. Like, I was a competitive cheerleader since I was, like, four years old. I was always in a group. I was always the captain or, you know, really worked in that group setting. I thrived. I loved it. I loved leading. I loved being with my girls, being with my tribe. And the minute I discovered running, I was like, oh, why would I want to do this? And then yoga, I was like, who wants to do yoga? Like, what's the point of that? Like, I don't get to like pass the baton to somebody like, oh, I have to do this for myself. That's interesting. Like, why would I do that? Right. And that sounds so crazy because we know the benefits of doing all this stuff. But some people really feel that that way. They feel like they've never actually done anything for themselves. And more so, why would they do something for themselves? They don't feel worthy enough. Maybe they're used to being a mom and they feel guilty for being away or guilty for spending money or guilty because they just got married and they should be spending more time. It's all these roles and all these things that we think we need to be doing that potentially are holding us back really. And when you tap into that, sheesh, like again, you're going to get to know this person better. You're going to uncover more stuff and you're really going to be able to break through those limited beliefs that they have about themselves. So yes, objections can be about the money, but Why? Because if somebody sees the value in what you have and then you potentially offer a flexible payment plan, right? Like, why wouldn't they want to do this? Time. This is another objection that a lot of people 
come up with. They're like, oh, you don't have time. And, you know, I see a lot of coaches and a lot of people in this space saying, like, just create more time and wake up earlier. And if you really wanted to do this, you can do it. And, you know, all the motivational quotes that you can find. And I truly believe that. It's so true. Like, I really live by that quote of, like, you will either find an excuse or you'll actually do it. Like, I get that through and through. But the thing that I want to add to this conversation is, is that, Not only do people have the time objection, the real reason why people have the time objection is because they don't know how to manifest it. They don't realize that they have the potential to create more time. So if you teach your ideal client and the people that are coming to you how to create more time, that's going to be gold. How do you do that? Well, I have a course that's coming out on it really soon, but I've given you here the script of really handling that objection and letting them know like time is again, just energy. And from a spiritual standpoint, when you slow down, everything slows down. When you start racing and running, you know, with your cup of coffee to run to the train and your car and work, and then you get there and then you spill your coffee and then you like 10 minutes late. It's like, that sounds so exhausting. But when you actually slow down and you do this stuff in these kind of steps where you're waking up and you're doing something for yourself and you're potentially meditating or doing some yoga or journaling or whatever that thing is for you. I don't care if you're walking, being, you know, observant. That's also another form of stillness. Whatever you do for you, as long as you do all that stuff, you will land here in this space. So handling the objections is so, so key and holding space for them. And as they say it, don't just say, okay, right? Which is what I get most people that say, they go, okay, Melissa, well, fine. I got this person and they said, you know, they can't have, they they absolutely don't have time. They absolutely don't have any money. And they're just giving me all the no's. And then I asked them, well, what'd you say? And, you know, I tried to kind of make them see it, but they really didn't. And then we just hung up. Your your um, role here in handling objections is really allowing that person to hear themselves. So once they give you the objection, see if there's a way that you can potentially almost regurgitate what they're saying, right? So you said that you wanted this kind of transformation. We're on this call. You have all these objections. How long will you wait? When's the next time that you're going to gift yourself this opportunity? You know, when like the time is now, right? So really holding space for the person and not doing it from an aggressive standpoint, from just like allowing them to start processing that conversation that they're actually having and and that they're actually saying will help a ton. Because you know why? I was guilty of this so much. Sometimes we're just conditioned to say no. I'm not kidding. Like we have so many people always trying to sell us shit. Like, um, you know, we kind of operate from this internal compass of just like, I want to do whatever the hell I want. Like, I don't care what anybody else says. And we're just used to saying no, we're stubborn, you know? So allowing somebody to actually say the objection and you hold that space for them, you be there in, in it with them. You allow them and ask them the correct questions. That's going to get them to think like, Oh shit. I see how I'm self-sabotaging here. That's going to be gold. The last thing I'm going to talk about is confidence, right? This is so stellar and key. You can have all the direction. You can have all the tips. You can have this 
four-step formula, right? But if you do not have the confidence to talk to somebody, it's going to tank, right? Like, you need to be so freaking confident through and through. A lot of people always ask me this question, especially um, my first students from Unleash and Unveil Your Soul Business. They were like, but I don't get it. You're so confident. Like, don't you get, you know, aren't you scared? Or, you know, how about if the person says no? What about it? It doesn't matter. Here's a couple of things that I'm going to give you. One, how to not feel like you're a fraud, right? A lot of people always get this objection of, well, I'm scared. They really dip into that scarcity mode. Um, I don't feel qualified. Here's my take on this. And this is what I want to add to the conversation. When you are doing what you're preaching, you're never going to feel like a fraud. If I'm a yoga teacher and I'm always practicing and I'm always trying to learn, I'm never going to feel like a fraud. If I'm a business coach and I have a business coach and I'm learning their systems and they're a seven-figure earner, I'm never going to feel like a fraud. When you are doing the work, you're never going to feel like a fraud. So do what you are preaching your clients to do and then they will see that in you. Okay, be yourself. (laughs) That's so important. So many times people are just so afraid to be themselves, but so many people have built amazing ass brands just being who they are, being quirky, being wild, being crazy, throwing F-bombs like, you know, left and right. You know, I follow the Slay Coach. I don't know if you follow her, but you should. But she's always like cursing up a storm. Like, you know, people are really eager and hungry for people who are authentically them. I was attracted to Amanda Bucci. I love her. She's so sweet. She has a really light spirit. She really speaks my language. She really talks about spirit and consciousness and all the stuff that I like. So you will attract the person that you feel you want to emanate and almost be like. Not that you're trying to be like somebody, but that you really want to attract. So be yourself because when you are yourself, then you will attract that same tribe. And that is your soul client. That's how you attract and that's how you soulfully sell. Having the confidence to just show the hell up, be who you are, be unapologetic, you know, be super authentic and know that the right people will want to work with you. I never walk into a situation or a conversation thinking, oh God, I have to convince this person to do this. Absolutely not. Like, ew, gross. You know, I show up just like myself, hair in a bun, with my bandana on, looking like a hot mess because that's how I really look, not like my Instagram pictures. (laughs) Those are photo shoots most of the time. And I talk to people and I level with them and I get real with them. And listen, I tell people sometimes, you know what, this may not be for you, but I really want you to have as much value as possible from the conversation. And when you do that, people really like that. People really appreciate you showing up and adding value and just listening to them and letting them know that they were heard and that they were seen. And, you know, if not now, there's always, you know, time in the future, right? Because there is that uh, real thing of divine timing, right? Like that is also something that comes up and sometimes you just have to wait your turn. So, This is my four-step process on soulfully selling. I've coined it myself. I never got it from anybody. This is actually what I have been doing even before I became a business coach. This is what I actually was doing as a TV producer and as a director and as a casting um, person. This is something that I actually coined back then because I was talking to people, interviewing them, and and I found out 
they all had the same problems. They wanted a TV show, but they couldn't really believe in themselves. They didn't know what to say. They had all this shit coming up. I was handling all the objections of like, how much time do I have to take off? You know, how much is this good? Am I getting scammed? You know, do I have to pay for this opportunity? All the crazy stuff that people actually think of. Because by the way, nobody has to pay to be on TV. We actually pay you. But for some reason, people are so damn skeptical of everything even so, I will add that um, I had a conversation two weeks ago with a friend and she was just like, yeah, you know, um, I was telling my friend about you and about your business and she was like, did she really make that much money? Like, how is that possible? And it's so crazy because I still have to pinch myself to know that, yes, this is possible. Yes, this is true. But I also have to level with my own spirit and know that this is just a limited belief on people in general, right? Like if you physically touch and see a dollar, you know that you can make it. If you physically and touch and have seen a lot of zeros in your bank account, you know that you can attract it. But if you have it, that's probably a really far-fetched idea. And when I started showing up in the online space, rather, I'll take it back. When I wasn't on the online space, but I was just kind of looking, I started seeing a lot of people say the same stuff. And I'm like, how is that possible? How do you make five grand in a month? How do you make 10? Oh my God, how do you make 20? Like that's, that's absurd. And then when people would say like they made a hundred grand in one month, I was like, not possible, right? But it was my limited belief because I wasn't in this industry. So I didn't actually understand what that looked like, but it's so possible. Now I'm just like, yes, like this is so possible. All right, guys. So in celebration of my five month in business, thank you guys for being on this journey, on this ride with me. I'm super excited. I have now two fledged out offers. One is Unleash and Unveil into Harmony, which is all about yoga and meditation. The other one is my business course. I'm coming out with another one. I'm super excited to be here in the space and to be adding and contributing. And I wanted to say thank you. And I also wanted to add this four-step process that I only, only give to my high-level clients and group coaching. But I felt like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to put it out there. I'm never scared. Who the hell cares? Everybody deserves to know this training because the more people we can have really selling from the heart and seeing that person as a real damn person, the better the freaking planet is going to be. The less people are going to feel used and the more money you're going to make. All right, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you're listening to this episode, stop right now. Take a screenshot. Take your right finger, put it on your iPhone, take the left Put it on the other. And if you have a galaxy or whatever you have, I feel bad for you. Just kidding. Take a screenshot, post it, tag me at TV Yogi, tag your friends, send it to your friend. If you're thinking about opening up a business, I'm going to be the first one to tell you, go for it. You can do it. Who cares? It doesn't matter if you think you're going to fail or whatever. The only way you will know if you will succeed in life is if you try. Show up for yourself. Allow yourself to be seen and allow your medicine to come through because so many people need it. So many people. All right, guys. I'm at TV Yogi. Send me a message. Slide in my DMs and I will catch you in the next episode. Namaste. Namaste.